Command number 13. Commit no sexual sins. You shall not commit adultery. Matthew 19.18 Everyone who divorces his wife and marries another commits adultery. Luke 16.18 Whoever marries a divorced woman commits adultery. Matthew 5.32 Surely the command against sexual sin is one of the most straightforward in the Gospels. To love, forgive, return good for evil, these are high things, not always easy to know how to obey. But sexual sin is unambiguous. To put it in contemporary terms, sexual sin is binary. There are only two options, sin or not sin, commit adultery or don't commit adultery, sex outside marriage or no sex outside marriage, marry for life or don't marry for life. No parallel exists with ambition, which has a godly side and a dark side. There is no positive side to adultery. All adultery, under all circumstances, is a sin in God's eyes. There are no exceptions. The same is true of all sexual sin, homosexuality, molestation, and every form of sexual perversion. They are sins. There is no middle ground. Some of the commands of Jesus are vague. This one is not. It is black and white. We either obey it or we don't. We choose to obey it or not. No one accidentally sins the sins of the flesh. A moment comes when sin is willfully chosen. That being the case, this is also a command that can be obeyed to perfection. Such can be said about very few of the Lord's commands. But it is possible to perfectly avoid promiscuity, unscriptural sexual activity, homosexuality, and other sexual sins. Of course, there are many defenses offered to justify wiggling out of the exactitude of the command. It is not difficult to find a plausible excuse why, in this circumstance or that, Adultery or divorce or sex outside marriage aren't really sins. But the facts are set down on the pages of the gospel in black and white. We can pretend, but we can't hide. The stark reality is that our disobedience has consequences. In the midst of its rampant sexual laxity, were the world to observe the Church of Jesus Christ boasting a 0% rate of sex before marriage, a 0% promiscuity rate outside Christian marriage, and a 1-2% to Christian divorce rate to account for legitimate causes of divorce, people would stand up and take notice. But this is not what the world observes. It observes rates scarcely lower than those of society at large. What, then, is the observable difference in social and sexual morality between Christianity and the world's culture? On what basis can we claim to be following a distinctive lifestyle? On what basis can we claim discipleship to one who said that sexual sin, adultery, and divorce were abominations to God? We can hardly expect the world to listen to the gospel when as a church we so flagrantly and visibly trample this clear command of Jesus underfoot before a watching world. If you love me, 
you will keep my commands. By this will all men know that you are my disciples. Commit no sexual sins. The following is an excerpt from C.S. Lewis's Mere Christianity, Sexual Morality. Chastity is the most unpopular of the Christian virtues. There is no getting away from it. The old Christian rule is either marriage with complete faithfulness to your partner or else total abstinence. Now this is so difficult and so contrary to our instincts that obviously either Christianity is wrong or our sexual instinct, as it now is, has gone wrong, one or the other. Of course, being a Christian, I think it is the instinct which has gone wrong. God, when moral slippage lures my soul, bring to my remembrance the command of Jesus to commit no sexual sins. Keep me from temptation, but more importantly, fill me with the will to resist it and walk in purity. You are watching because you are with me every moment. May I be worthy to be called your disciple. Keep me from false justification or excuse in ethical and sexual matters. Protect me from temptation to impure thoughts, motives, and actions. Give me the will to fight the world's immorality and sexual laxity with the determination of a warrior in battle. Thus, Heavenly Father, may I be an instrument in my small corner of the world for the ultimate salvation of mankind. Amen. From the Commands by Michael Phillips Read by Michael Kimball More information on this and similar writings may be found at fatheroftheinklings.com Visit Amazon to purchase the Commands and other books by Michael Phillips.